Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Explicit Measures Podcast. Our topic today will be around keeping up with Power BI. Good morning, Tommy and Seth. How are you guys doing? Good morning, Mike. Doing well. Doing well. I am better than I sound. So, <laughs> Tom, uh, Tommy had, had a fun weekend. I had a fun weekend in Milwaukee, went to a Brewers game. Yeah, buddy. Sat through uh, five innings that lasted three hours. Um, yeah, it was a full weekend, um, but definitely lost my voice very, very early into the day. Now, so the, the Brewers, they're, so that's our, that's our sports team here in Milwaukee. Are they officially at full capacity? Or they still, uh, are they still limiting capacity a little bit? Do you know when you were, when you were there? I actually, it was pretty full. I know that the Cubs and uh, I, I don't know if the White Sox, but I know the Cubs are now 100. percent Yep, yep. I think so, it's coming back. Yeah, no, it's definitely coming back, and it's it's great to go to a baseball game again. I know. Um, and you're a big fan of the baseballs. I'm a, I'm a little fan. Uh, Stat catcher uh, and following all the all the numbers. Followers of the uh, YouTube uh, uh, episodes will notice that I have not worn. Anything but a Yankee polo shirt since. <laughs> so yes, I, I'm slightly a fan, but uh, no, it's nice. Milwaukee's definitely spent um, Friday or Saturday and Sunday there. Um, def- definitely younger crowd than for yeah. a 33 year old. I'm noticing that at least downtown. <laughs> I'm sorry for for a what? A younger crowd. No, no, for a 33 year old. Uh, I mean, know your company, Tommy. Know your company. company. <laughs> How are you, I youngster? Fell out of place. Uh, the, the, the people I was with are like, we should keep going. I'm like, we're in three years, we're not going to be allowed in here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and I, I heard, I think this is right. I'm not sure if this is, I don't have to check this, but I believe they had the opening season for the brewers and they're doing like a reopening season because they're actually able to go all the way up to full capacity. So that they're going to, they're going to like, you know, re re kind of rebrand things. Everyone coming out, we're all going to do the, you know, hang out and, and party and tailgate outside and then go do the, the brewers game. So that'll be, that'll be kind of fun. I'll have to see if I can snag a game this year. Cause that's something that feels like normal life. We should do a live episode from a baseball game. Oh my That'd goodness. Like, well, the, well the, listen to now Tommy scream for f- 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, so today's topic is kind of around uh, Power BI moves quick. We know that it changes all the time. There's always new releases. Every month, there's releases coming out. And if you if you watch closely enough, there's actually multiple releases in a single month. There's a lot of updates. So uh, there, are, there are kind of two ways you can kind of put Power BI desktop down on your machine. You can, you can go install the installer file from powerbi.com or you can go get the app store Power BI desktop but with that how do we keep up with all these features how does everyone kind of stay on top of uh all the new news that's coming out what are your news sources where do those come from so this is kind of be just a general talk about how we stay up on top of power bi when it changes so fast tommy what are some of the the key things that you do to stay on top of all the news yeah, and I think kind of really before like what I do, I really want to say to anyone who's listening, why are we even talking about this for an entire episode? Yeah. Why are we kind of centered around this as, you know, a main topic? And it's basically like why is it so important to 
learn constantly follow whether it's the power bi you know official blog or other people in this community um you know to stay up to stay current uh the in general business intelligence is an industry that is um constantly evolving it's a digital platform that uh, is easily and quickly grows put on top of that what power bi does and how much they invest into the community what you know now, and I've said this at, um, at a conference where the session that I did, I can't do anymore because it's now out of date. Yeah. But, you know, if you are um, on the bleeding edge right now on something that just came out six months from now, that's going to be a standard or at least like the base mm -hmm. of what you should know. And that's really our industry. So even if there's something you are, uh, you know, profoundly skilled at right now in the Power BI world. Maybe that just came out. Odds are, you know, in, if you don't do anything to improve on that, everyone's going to have that same skill set. Yeah. Skill set. So being, um, you know, always trying to stick one grow your skills because from what's going on, I always like to look at it as a tool belt. So all the new things that Power BI comes out with, whether it's a drill through or bookmarks or something in the service. Yeah. It just adds to, to the solution tool belt where you can pull from all these different features, um, uh, services and be able to say for this particular project or the situation, you know, here's what we can do to, in a sense, you know, achieve this, uh, you know, this end goal, but, and then not to talk too much, because again, my voice is completely gone. <laughs> <laughs> this community is amazing in terms of if you're trying to learn something, the people who write constantly about uh, like things you can do in Power Query or advanced uh, functions or advanced ways to use DAX can help you grow in you know your ability to uh, you know apply DAX, apply Power Query, understand like hey this is actually relevant to me or something I'm trying to work on. Yeah. So. Uh, that's I personally love it because it, it again it helps me think of other ways to use the tool. But again, it also it just just like when I was in paternity leave two weeks and I felt like I was way behind. But yeah. I, I just wanted to start with that and just why is it so important? Why I think all of us are you know very uh, attentive to any news or features that come out. Seth, you got some some initial thoughts on that. Yeah, it's a it's a good intro. You know, I mean, the, if we think about the the title, you know, keeping up with Power BI, I I, I kind of go back and and I think we, I was thinking, man, this is this pace is awesome because it's just a sprint. It's all out sprint pace. You know, like features every month, all the time, maybe multiple times a month. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, who 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 knew we'd be running a marathon at that pace? You right. know, like it it uh it certainly is challenging uh to to keep up with with what's going on i i think about this in terms of you know mike uh the conversations we have a lot you know around like power bi being a framework yes um and i i think to kind of take a little different tack on why it's important to stay up to date is is thinking about this in terms of like think about if someone was constantly building enhancements to your solution all the time yeah and because that's what's happening right like as because we're using power bi as a, a modeling platform and you know using dax and the visualizations and this thing 
you know, if they come out with an AI feature or a new visual or, you know, whatever it may be, if you don't know that they deployed that thing, you know, your your solution stays stagnant. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are plugged in, you now have a constant stream of ideas of ways in which to iterate and build better reporting solutions for for business users so i think yeah. it's just kind of self-serving from the standpoint that if you're plugged in you know what's going on like tommy flippantly you know before this was like oh yeah you know blog just has some teams update and i look at it i'm like oh my gosh like this is really cool like i'm gonna yeah. go like play around with this tonight mm-hmm. so you never you never know you know what what's going to be you know a, a cool new feature or something that gets released you know by the blog or anything um, but to just finish and in, in dovetail on, you know, obviously staying plugged in is part of that learning mentality, you know, yep. and, um, you know, a great way to keep up with Power BI is uh, to schedule it. And, and I, mm-hmm. you know, wrote a three part blog series and one of them was around building your skills and schedule it like that was something that, you know, I, I had to remember to do and and just carve out some time. And that's, you know, every day, every week, you know, to do the round robin of, of different places to to make sure that you're staying plugged in. That's a really good point. A couple, a couple of things I want to be pointing out here. Like, so the the fact that oh, there's so many good observations. One, <laughs> one is I think you need to be a continual learner. Point point and point blank. Like you have the fact that the tool is coming out with new features all the time. And I think, Seth, you made a really good point around, you know, if you're not con- incentivized, if you're not carving out time to be that continual learner, you're going to miss out on things. And so one of the things I think, and a good example of this would be like calculation groups. Calculation mm-hmm. groups are something that are a bit more, they've been added to the data modeling side, but you can't necessarily edit them in Power BI Desktop. However, if you listen to uh, Marco Russo and Alberto Ferrari, they're talking about calculations groups. They're like, this is the best thing that's just happened to the DAX language in years since it came out. And so I think another another point here is you need to kind of know who to listen to. Like you need a couple mm-hmm. voices in the community that are strong, understand the tool because when they're talking about a new feature that they're excited about, I'm excited about it. And I, I take note on specific features based on what the community is kind of saying. And these people who've been in, involved with the tool since the beginning, yeah. right? There's a lot of features coming out and some of them may be amazing and I don't, just don't know about it. And so listening to other people who have experience around this or have different surface area touches across the tool, um, helps me gauge where I should probably spend some of my time. So I found immense value in calculation groups. It's been out for a while. And just recently on LinkedIn, I'm seeing everyone kind of putting a little article about them. Hey, here's how I did a calculation group. Here's this other. And these are these are people that are using calculations group, not uh, articles coming from Marco and Alberto. It's it's the community now is coming up with these articles. So I think it's kind of this, you know, it, it, the idea comes, the the feature hits, and then everyone kind of starts playing with it a bit mm-hmm. until they get comfortable. And then you start seeing more of these bubble up articles around, here's a way I've used it. Here's how trick I used. Here's how to leverage this. Here's how to performance tune this, that, and the other thing. So we're really in an evolving tool that kind of keeps happening over and over again. My last point I think I'll make there was it really shows the, the pace of development shows where Microsoft is putting their money. So I think if you look at like SSIS, what new announcements have come out recently for SSIS? Nothing. Nothing really in the in the last couple of years, so you can clearly see like that is a tool that is Microsoft is maintaining, but they're not necessarily developing that new. And I and I think this is a good point to be around like Power BI, Power BI Desktop, that the whole ecosystem 
is the fact that there is continual features over and over again. They're continually investing in it. So that's where the money's going. And that, and that, that just makes it really good for our careers because if we don't have the feature today or we're, we're lacking something, odds are in a couple months, in a year, something will be added that'll fix or enhance uh, our report building. Go ahead, Tommy. No, after you. Uh, I, I just really like one of your ideas there, Mike, you know, uh, which kind of separates for me the difference between why we would recommend, you know, finding people to follow versus documentation, right? Microsoft has documentation on a lot of things, you know, blog, blogs are released uh, and new features. But I think the, the, the big difference between those two is the, the people that are out and providing how to use a tool the different features and functionality of like of building something are are practically taking the new feature and applying it to a use case that is is very easy to understand and helps i think us as learners really plug into what that new feature capability can do as opposed to just reading flat documentation can i jump in here with a question that came from the chat it's actually really it, it's, it's super sharp kevin asks Will there be enough new features to keep pace and to continue for another five plus years? Or do we think the shift will slow down for cloud? <laughs> I think this is a superb question. What do you guys think? What do you think, Tommy? Oh man, I knew we were going to get back to this. <laughs> so I, I honestly, I think it's on a, harder to stay current with all the different sources and how many people are writing about it. Even if Power BI, let's say, slows down which again my greatest fear realized um i see really staying staying current is you know there's two parts of it there's mm -hmm. staying current to new releases and new features um that come up from the official blog or someone you know is looking through the source code of a power bi version um and then there's also the other side of someone finding out how to use something that no one else thought of um, you know, whether it's a DAX function or a bookmark or uh, something in Power Query that you didn't know you could do. So there's the learning, you know, things that have already existed or already been available, but just different ways to apply it, which I think will always be there, especially with desktop. Um, you see how many blog posts are, there are every monthly update, even when it's not a significant update of major features. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be more than enough when it comes to uh, what they're doing with the cloud. And again, that's just as important because that cloud side is how we're going to distribute, deploy, and manage the content. Yeah. You know, and I think that in some ways that's almost, I don't want to say more important, but um, desktop generally stays the same. If you have a Power BI model, in two years, you could probably open up that model, you know, uh, because it's going to follow the same elements. In the service, workspaces may have a very different architecture. Yeah. Power BI apps may have a very different architecture. The way you share has changed in the last two, uh, two three months already. Yeah, exactly. So it's almost even more important from being able to maintain and um, uh, keep everything running smoothly. I, I totally agree with you. If you look at the ideas.com backlog, mm -hmm. tons of ideas. There's lots of stuff. Um, another uh, another commenter, uh, Feo, I guess is how you say it. Uh, eight seven eighty six. 
Can, com- before before you move on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I just want to dovetail. Right. I I agree, but I I like unequivocally, there's no way it's slowing down. I mean, I mean, the more you move towards the cloud, the more options and capabilities you have. Agreed. I mean, if you think about how do you plug into an ecosystem where you can utilize AI to the greatest extent, right? Give everyone the same mm-hmm. consistent experience. You know, once you do that, now you have an entirely new platform to play with. And we're, you know, five, six years in and still have the local desktop experience. It, it, like, man, there's, there's no way it's slowing down. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Well, and, and so this is this is actually dovetails really well. This comment is, the comment is definitely Power BI is nowhere near the level of flexibility that you can do in Excel. And I would agree with that. The the visualization building mm-hmm. in Excel, you can do more things with it and there's more styling with it. However, what I would say is Excel's got what, 25 years on Power BI? Excel's been out for a long time. Is it that been, how, when, it, when does Excel come out? 2000? 1990, like it was really early on. So Excel's got a lot of time on what Power BI. So you can look at yeah. Excel and go, that's a very mature product, a 30-year product or a 20-year product. That's pretty mature. And there's been a lot of features added. And what you'll also notice in the Excel world, right, their features and their development is not as rapid as what you're seeing in Power BI because there's a lot of backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. If you went out and brought brought in a brand new Excel feature, you can't break the 20 years of existing Excel sheets right. that are out there. So there's a lot more backwards compatibility problems so I think I think in that respect you can't really compare them side by side. However, what I would say though is Microsoft has been opening up desktop in a way that provides way more flexibility than Excel. And and I'm going to actually do a talk right after this podcast around Microsoft has built Charticulator and Charticulator is added into desktop. And you can't you could not build a visual like Charticulator with Excel. Plain and simple. You just can't do it. And and you'd yeah. be doing a lot more data manipulation to even make it happen, so I I think there's um what I would say when people try to compare Excel to Power BI they're two different tools you can't really compare them the only place I would say you see the the Venn diagram of where the two bubbles intersect is the model and that's key like you have to stop thinking about bringing in flat Excel files uh, instead you have to start thinking about building data models for things because that that will change your world. And the, for me, that was the biggest mental shift. Stop manipulating data, start building data models, and that's all that you do. Just build mini data models or big data models. There's there's a, another key, key hit point I want to focus on uh, around what you said, right? It is if we look at the length of time Power BI has been out, it, there's a huge difference between capabilities and usability and experience. Right. And I, I think Power BI is definitely still in the just building capabilities mm-hmm. mode. And if you think about what you were just saying, Mike, around the experience in Excel and, you know, how how you can do tons of different things and people are using it, like the momentum is certainly there to get a community onto a platform and a new way of, you know, showing visual like data, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, there, there's plenty of bandwidth down the road to guide the end users. You can kind of even see they're making some of those improvements now, right? Like with the uh, addition of, you know, adding the sample data set within the Power BI desktop, right? So people can, you know, start playing around. Um, a while ago, it was uh, trying to uh, allow users uh, to understand DAX with the, the guided, you know, um, new measure experience and, and things like that. 
uh, or <laughs> it's an early morning, man, whatever. Quick, yeah, quick measures. <laughs> quick measures. You know, so, I mean, those usability things, I think, are certainly something that there's a, a long runway in making the whole experience of building Power BI reports just much more streamlined and easy to do. So there's yeah, a and and the desk uh, of like the difference too is people live in Excel the application, but really Power BI lives in the service. Yes. So which is different how everyone accesses it. So yeah. uh, I want to use the word dovetail now, and uh, I'm going to kind of shift just kind of talking about how all these things change. And just one thing I wanted to share, um, Mike, you talked about LinkedIn about like all the updates that are coming out. I found it hard to use LinkedIn as a source of like, what are people doing in terms of like trying to organize or manage what the updates, because if you miss a, if you miss a post that you liked and something refreshes, it is so hard to search. So for myself and um, again, I, I, I kind of do the same thing Seth said where I schedule time. And uh, when I have time, I, I do something called my uh, power BI power hour during lunch. Um, Basically, over the years, um, I've kind of curated a large list of RSS feeds. Um, I use InnoReader, just a, one of the RSS providers. And, you know, they have a great uh, mobile app, and they also have a great, like, a little, like, bookmark that you can easily subscribe to any blog. Yeah. Just be on the website. So if you're like, oh, there's an article, I'm, I always try to subscribe. If they're talking about Power BI, I subscribe. Yep. So I can get all the feeds. Um, and so... That's kind of like my main way to kind of, you know, one curate content. Yep. Um, but what I, it's good to read something or see something come through. Um, there's a lot of other services out there. I personally like something called raindrop.io um, that yeah. allows me to basically save an article, but then you can basically save it, that book, uh, that article into a, like a book, a collection. Yeah. So I have like a power BI collection with subfolders of DAX power query service, BI framework and data visualization. So yeah. any article go, Oh, this is about DAX. Yep. goes the DAX folder. Yep. Um, so raindrop that has a great search experience. So just kind of a reference too. over, I've probably been using raindrop for two years. Um, I have, 2000 articles saved on like power bi probably power bi desktop i have 842 that are dax specific uh a thousand for power bi service i know it's a lot out there yeah there's a lot out there so it's it's that i personally find it necessary to be able to save it for reference later um that's why there's things like um what is it pocket Yep. Uh, uh, the Insta reader, if so, that's even still a thing. So I use, I use Feedly as the one I use and mm-hmm. I, I used to use it a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, a lot more in the past. I haven't so much in the, right now I've just been busy, it seems like, but it's, it's one of these things where you can install a plugin in your browser and it just lives there. And then whenever you mm-hmm. want to hit save or you find an article, you hit save, it just kind of drops it into a bin. And th- I do the same thing, Tommy. I make like, this yeah. is, this is power query. And this is Power BI Desktop. This is yeah. visualization. Like I kind of have a couple high-level buckets. Yeah. So that way, if I want to read through something, but it's always one of these. I read like portions of an article, and I was like, "Oh, that was an interesting thing. I want to go back and reference that." Yeah. And there's not what I would say. There's not a really good way of like searching like all the articles that you found. And this is probably where the Feedly's and the Raindrop.io pick up, right? You could say mm-hmm. calculation group. And then all yep. the articles kind of hydrate for here's all the calculation groups, words that were referenced on these articles. You can go search them. So I, 
I think that's a I think it's a need because people don't know how to groom this content. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so much that comes out. Yeah. I, the one I want to throw in here too is is one Mike that you you set up. You know, if you, we talk about the personal, you know, uh, plugging in with Raindrop IO or Feedly, yep. those are things that that help us. But like, I, I love what you did for us, which is you know we have a very select few RSS feeds that that plug right into Teams. Yeah. And when those notifications kick through, that's another way to broaden it. You know, for a, a larger team to kind of you know totally kick would the, agree. kick the activity of hey, you know, there's this this new stuff that's coming out. Um, so the, these are ways we can plug into all that information. I know, Mike, you have a, a thing to talk at. Like, what are what are some of the favorites that you guys have as far as um, yeah. sites and people that provide the most content? So one of the ones I, I definitely know, I listen to and try to get, ex I know when to get excited about features is when I listen to Marco Russo and Alberto Ferrari. So it's SQL BI, the blog for SQLBI.com. Amazing. Their articles are super in-depth, very comprehensive. Uh, I'd highly recommend if you're not following their feed or getting their RSS feed about their blog, definitely look at it. But they'll tell you, they'll definitely say, this is a feature you need to pay attention to. It will change how you build mm -hmm. your models. And like that's the kind of stuff I listen to. So you want the most blunt blunt voice in the, in the, our our space. Yeah. Marco's a fun one. Yeah, and he'll tell you he'll tell you what's working yeah, right. and what's not working. Like they don't invest a lot in custom yeah. visuals because yeah. the visual custom visual building experience isn't ideal so like yeah. again it gives you really good knowledge again he's very in very into that space so much so like you want to listen to that voice that's a voice worth yep. listening to that's one that's yep. one of the ones for me tommy you so mine's probably you you took like the uh, the, the home run here to there well there's gonna be a with, lot of them i i know i you know, mean power bi tips is what you meant to say right come on what <laughs> i meant was power bi tips <laughs> so i always wait every three months for that new article to drop but no i'm kidding but oh, zing. um honestly what i what i find more useful for me is um if everyone i'm assuming everyone has a mobile app here i would really recommend downloading the app it's called flipboard and what it does, because usually Twitter is probably the most active of people posting links, you can actually connect to your uh, Twitter account and save a search in Twitter, hashtag Power BI filter links. Mm -hmm. What it does, rather than showing you like the tweet and then like a like just the URL, just like Twitter would, it actually kind of curates it in a magazine. Um, I'll try to send a picture, but it's the best way to consume content from twitter and especially for power bi what's the name of it again so, flipboard oh yeah i think i've seen that one so and again f from the twitter point of view for links it, it basically instead of showing you the tweet it really shows you whatever article was linked to it and it's basically in a magazine style so that that has been the best way regardless of the source to see what people are talking about, what's popular, because obviously people are retweeting it, it's coming out more often, and to say whether or not that's relevant. Um, so I nice. would say that tool kind of encompasses everything you say in terms of this what the go-to source. I use that all the time. And then you find new people writing uh, you know, with blogs, more RSS feeds, continual circle. But right. yeah. um, that's probably been probably the best um, the best tool or you know method I had to kind of understand what's important and what to go to. Awesome, cool. I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a, f a few of my favorites out there just so the audience you know can can hear from from us what 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 ones we like. Um, I, I love formu.com. That's Gilbert mm. 
uh, if you if you're a big analysis services model person, he he deals with some really large things and has some fun fun blogs related to uh, a lot of those types of activities. Uh, Chris Webb has always been a longtime yeah. favorite of mine. Um, he's now in the MVP Cat team, MVP <laughs> Microsoft Cat team. Uh, Blog.crossjoin.co.uk. Power query, like anything you would want to know, he's been in the game for a really long time and and puts out some really solid material. Uh, Accelerator BI, Matt Allington, you want another voice in DAX? Matt is is one of the you know solid mind man. Like he does he does a really good job of explaining. Um, and obviously with you know that blog, he's been in the game for a long time with Excel and and yeah. doing things uh, in that realm. Uh, you mentioned SQL BI, you know, uh, videos, Guy in a Cube, Adam and Patrick, you know, obviously they're putting out content all the time uh, and they do a lot of tutorial stuff during the week. Uh, so it's always good to pay attention to them as well. I'm trying to catch all the things. Another one I would say is Imki. What's her What's her Imki's blog? Uh, Feldman. Yeah, I don't know what her. Blog. Uh, I've B is a BI account. No, you already said yeah. BI account. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. BI account. Yep. Um, community too is yeah. a great place. Like Greg Deckler's out there all the time, or was. I haven't been. <laughs> I gotta gotta visit in there, but they have <laughs> they have uh, you know a full section where people are are constantly blogging in that space as well. All right, well, gentlemen, I've got to bounce to my next meeting. Yep. Uh, it's been really good. Tommy, where can we follow our stuff at? You can find the podcast anywhere. Podcasts are available. Apple, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Uh, we always post the episode after we do the live YouTube event. If you are listening on one of the podcast platforms and want to join in on the conversation every Tuesday and Thursday at 7.30 a.m. Central Time, uh, go to Power BI Tips YouTube channel and join us for a live event. Uh, and we will, yeah, that's basically where we're at right now. Awesome. (laughs) Make sure you you guys like, and subscribe. Thank you very much for having, hanging out with us and talking about fun, learning things inside power BI. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.